Hello, and welcome to this, the 10th episode of Cattlecast, the BCVA podcast. My name is Professor David Barrett. Many of you will know me as the past president of the British Cattle Veterinary Association and a professor of bovine medicine at the University of Bristol. I've worked in veterinary education for well over 20 years and have therefore seen very large numbers of students go through their education. I've also been involved in organising extramural studies rotations for students in two of the UK veterinary schools. I've therefore got a lot of experience of students both in the university and outside. And I've been asked today to talk about student life during the COVID-19 pandemic. Clearly, this has been a very challenging time for all of us. Everyone in society has been affected in some way by the COVID-19 pandemic. But the students in particular have had a difficult time. We were right in the middle of our second teaching block at Bristol when the whole country locked down in March. The students immediately went on their Easter break and the staff went into overdrive as we tried to prepare to pivot all our teaching to an online environment. This was a huge task, even for the four weeks of teaching that we still had left to deliver. But it was done and it was done well and student feedback was very good. And I know colleagues in other universities um, around the UK and elsewhere around the world because we were in communication and we were helping each other. Everybody managed to do that. And in the short time that was available, there was a huge effort put in and the students got a very good online education for what at the time we'd hoped would be a, a short period to finish the academic year. The BCVA helped greatly with this, making available their library of podcasts and um, webinars and various other things. And Sarah Pedersen, one of my colleagues on the BCVA uh, board, has worked extremely hard um, over the summer to develop clinical clubs online and things for our students. The students were able to access all of this material for free and BCVA, along with other BVA divisions played their part in helping the universities deliver online teaching to the students and for that with my university hat on I I would like to thank the BCVA. Unfortunately though things haven't returned to normal. The summer's come and gone, the academic year's restarted, students have returned or started at university and it's an extremely challenging time. Those of us that work with population health will not be surprised that bringing a large number of individuals together in one place from multiple different sites around the country uh, has resulted in disease outbreaks. And we've seen outbreaks of COVID-19 amongst students in halls of residence in most of the major and larger UK universities now, including my own. This is challenging. Students, like everyone else in society, if they test positive, need to isolate for approximately two weeks and those in contact in the same hostel or hall also need to isolate for a long period of time. It varies a little from place to place around the country, but we're talking a number of weeks. As I sit and record this um, towards the end of October, um, I know in a number of universities up to around a third of their first year students are currently isolating and this is causing uh, a lot of challenges to deliver practical uh, teaching, um, although the majority of the didactic teaching is now being done online. The reason for bringing this to people's attention is because the students are working extremely hard as are the staff to gain the knowledge that they need to become members of the veterinary profession. The bit that is causing concern and is for students and is challenging for everyone is the face-to-face practical teaching. Certainly at Bristol and I know everywhere else we will work very hard to ensure that students that graduate 
next year and the year after um, and going forward into the future have the clinical skills that they require they will meet the day one competencies the Royal College is working very closely with us to make sure that this happens but the opportunities that students have to undertake EMS and to do um, practical hands-on learning within the universities are limited by social distancing by reducing class sizes uh, etc the whole of the profession can work with us and with our students to help them gain these opportunities. The Royal College has very helpfully reduced the number of weeks of EMS that students must do before they graduate for the current final year and the fourth year that are coming along behind them. But that doesn't help them gain experience. And what I'd like to do is urge all of you that are in practice to think very carefully about whether you can take students for EMS at the moment and take as many students and give them as much opportunity as you can. I realize it's difficult. I realize there are some risks involved. I realize some parts of the country are under tier three lockdowns, for example. And of course, depending on where you're working and what you're doing, this may or may not be possible. But EMS has always been a key part of the veterinary education in this country. All of us that are that graduated in the UK have benefited from that experience and perhaps more now than ever our students really need your help. So if you can take students for EMS now or over the next year or so um, please make an additional effort to do so. BCVA is also working with the, the students to ensure that they can get access to all our material, to cattle practice and, and everything else that we have online. Um, and any students listening to this podcast, if you're not aware, for a small fee of £5, you can become an e-member of BCVA for the whole of your undergraduate careers. So I would urge you to join the BCVA if you've not done so already. As we move forward towards graduation um, in the summer of 2021 and all the schools, as I say, are working hard to ensure that they can graduate their students next year, um, I also would like to put a plea out to practices to, to understand that these students have had a rough time, um, that they may not have been able to gain as much experience through EMS in particular as they have in the past, and to guide them and mentor them um, and uh, work with them as they develop their clinical skills. They will have the skill they may not all have the confidence because uh, having talked to students recently, some of them are concerned that they're not getting as much exposure as they'd like. The other big thing that's happened over the summer, which is impacting on students like everyone else in society, is the increasing focus uh, on the lack of diversity and ethnicity perhaps within our profession and the Black Lives Matter campaign hit home hard in the universities as it has done everywhere else. One of the things I'd just like to draw attention to is, and I've spoken to colleagues in a number of universities, students are reporting that, perhaps not surprisingly, when working on farms and working in practices, those with um, an ethnic background are exposed to uncomfortable situations, uh, some of which are overtly racist. We raised this at the BCVA Congress last year. I chaired a session around diversity with various colleagues from the Royal College and the Veterinary Ethnicity and Diversity Association. And it was a great debate. But I'm sorry to say some of our colleagues, some members even, were exhibiting views and, and, and behaviours that perhaps are not in keeping with the modern day veterinary profession. So... I just want, I also want to put out a plea. The first experience that some of our undergraduates have of agriculture and livestock veterinary work 
is EMS placements either with the vet or on farms. And while of course we're not responsible for all our clients' uh, views or our clients' behaviour, I would urge you to work with your clients to encourage uh, as diverse a student population as possible into farm animal veterinary practice. The universities are working hard to diversify the student intake but when I have students saying to me things like, well, I went onto a farm and the farmer said, I'm not sure why you're coming here. You're clearly not going to work on farms. Um, the inference being, of course, that their skin was the wrong color or they came from the wrong country. I think that's very sad. And, and we really do need to work as a profession, uh, both at the university level and uh, particularly in practice, to make everybody welcome your race, gender, sexuality, or anything else that makes you slightly unusual in the eyes of certain individuals uh, should not be a bar to joining our part of the profession. So please also consider this when you're offering opportunities to students and to new graduates. Our students and new graduates are joining a wonderful profession. Let's try and make them as welcome as possible, particularly in this time when they may feel slightly vulnerable um, and slightly less prepared than they would have otherwise done. The BCVA is putting together a database of practices that are willing to take students for EMS. If you're not already on that database, please get in touch with BCVA office using the, the normal phone number and they will add you to that database. Finally, just to draw this to a close, um, I'd like to thank you for your time in listening uh, to my views and, and, and some of my uh, requests that I've, I've put out to you as members of BCVA, and to say that I look forward very much, uh, with any luck, to meeting you all at the BCVA Congress in 2021. Thank you very much for your time. Goodbye. <laughs>